0: I recently came across an article from self.com called the future of fitness. And let me read a segment of this article for you. The world of fitness can be far more limiting than freeing. In gyms, on social media, and in other fitness-dedicated spaces, the focus on what our bodies look like can make it hard for those with bodies that don't conform to narrowly defined norms to feel like they belong. For far too long, people with larger bodies have been met with limitations, judgment, and intimidation in spaces designed to help us all reach our potentials. Over the years, thanks to the body positivity movement, as well as other thoughtful explorations that have challenged complacent ideas about weight and size, we've seen an important shift in how we discuss larger bodies. But fitness spaces can be a final frontier in a particular strain of body discrimination where the anti-fat bias and weight-related stigma are entrenched in our collective understanding of what it means to be fit. It's time to break free from this limited view. The future of fitness is about making a space for everyone to feel welcome. So take a moment and perhaps think about what that segment of the article means to you. Pause if you wish. But I have to say, the article surprised me. I did question myself and wonder, okay, is this a cognitive bias? Is this a blind spot that I have? However, I'm not a stranger to gyms and I'm not a stranger to being overweight in the past. I wasn't obese per se, but I wasn't comfortable with my body by any means. And I've trained hundreds of overweight people and I'm helping those who are larger and want to lose weight at this moment in time as well. So after reading this, I thought, maybe when I go into the gym today, I'm gonna have a look around and see the ratio. And of course, I was expecting to see a lot of in-shape people. It's pretty obvious, it's a gym. So, most people have a proclivity towards health and fitness. It's almost the equivalent of saying if you go to a university library, you're probably going to find people with some higher IQs. It's pretty self explanatory. But including me, I see about five people who are in shape. I see about three people who perhaps would be categorized as overweight. But the most interesting part to me is that there was only one female. So I think if anyone is potentially underrepresented in the gym, it's probably more so the females than the overweight people. With that being said, I've spoken about it many times before. I do think gyms are getting better and better for females. And to preface, I am in Mexico, so perhaps they are just catching up in terms of the norms that we're used to in the US and the UK. But I feel if the article was going anywhere, surely it would have been towards females. And if you ask me, what's the one place in the entire world where i thought overweight people would be welcome the first thing that would come to my mind is a gym without a doubt the entire article is almost suggesting that gyms and oblivious trainers quote-unquote are the issue why overweight people are feeling uncomfortable in gyms and i have to say i completely disagree have people had negative experiences with going into the gym and being overweight of course they have but if i'm being honest i don't think this is exclusive to those who are just overweight every single person who enters the gym for the first time is usually heading there due to some insecurity that they have and generally has a level of uneasiness with the uncertainty of it all. And in my experience, and in the experience of many of my clients, you'll quite often find that that is exacerbated far more in your mind than in the reality of the situation. When I go to a yoga class, for example, in the back of my mind, I'm probably thinking something like, I bet people can see how inflexible I am. I'm sure they can see, you know, how terrible my position is. Perhaps they're wondering what I'm even doing here. But what they're really focusing on is themselves. And if they see you struggle, they're probably thinking, props to this guy who's trying it out for this first time. Or I remember my first class and how much I struggled but the reality is they're probably not even paying attention to me so I started to think more and more about this and more about my time as a personal trainer and if I'm completely honest what would catch my attention more in the gym and probably my colleagues as well is if a heavily underweight male or female came into a gym not overweight Underweight. Being overweight in the day and age that we live in is fairly common. 68% of the UK are deemed overweight, and if you then imagine the percentage of those who are going to the gym, that percentage probably increases. So although there are going to be a lot of people who seem like they're in shape in the gym, there's going to be a fair proportion of people who aren't. And the irony of this is that a lot of the people who are in shape probably weren't in the past. They've just spent enough time in the gym and have gotten themselves in shape. So coming back to the title of the article, what the 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 future of fitness really looks like. Yes, the future of fitness is inclusive and it should be inclusive. But promoting the idea of being overweight in my eyes is not what fitness should look like. And there is zero judgment on the model that they're using for this campaign. She doesn't need anyone's permission. She has every right to be who she wants to be. However, the first definition you'll find on Google of fitness is the condition of being physically fit and healthy. Almost every adult in the Western world is highly aware that having excess body fat is not conducive to good health. So to suggest that the future of fitness is overweight is essentially a denial of what we all know to be scientifically true and it's really unusual because if you look on self's website their content is pretty good. It's likely to be helpful to a lot of people, but I don't feel this particular article is, and I'm not sure what the goal is here. And I'm going to be kind. I'm assuming the goal is to create a more inclusive environment for those who are overweight, and I totally get that, and I hope that it helps some people. However, if I have to be honest, I almost think it's disempowering. Imagine the overweight person who's plucked up the courage after all this time to go to the gym next week, and then saw this article, and now believes it's full of fat-shaming, ignorant people, and they're not welcome there. Because to me, that's the undertone and maybe the main narrative that I got from that article. I'm not sure if the potential good of the article has weighed out the bad it's potentially caused as well. I truly hope that fitness continues to make strides to be more and more inclusive to those who are overweight, underweight, black, white, Asian, female, male. But this can happen without changing the definition of what being healthy and fit really is.